0: Hello, family and friends. I'm honored again today to have with me Dr. Mark T. Barclay, my spiritual grandfather. And it seems funny saying that in a way because, you know, he's not too much older than me, but um, you know, your spiritual grandfather can be younger than you also. It just depends on when you get saved and where God hooks you up. Um, so thank you, Doc. And pastor is a pastor to many pastors and love your conferences, Doc. And it's just such a blessing to be part of a network where righteous living is taught you know and many times in street ministry the holy ghost has said to me that i'm coming back for a clean church not a dirty church that's right and so uh you know we're, we're supposed to be a bright light to the world out there so i admire you doc for how you thank stand you. for that so thank you and i do amen well let's pray father we're so thankful you're a good god you're a merciful god you're a loving god father and thank you the holy spirit is in us and upon us today father and we just the thank you that We'll say everything that's of you and nothing of us, Lord, and just thank you for your goodness and mercy, and most of all, for Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. Well, Doc, I'm going to let you just pick it up and continue on.
1: Well, you know, we were talking on a different podcast about the hireling compared to the good shepherd, but it's not just about a right or wrong believer or a right or wrong person in the pulpit. It's about the damage it does. Because unless you're truly called by God, then you're not truly equipped by God. You can be called by man and equipped by man. And I don't know what that's called, uh, educated, uh, orientated, but you can get a clergy license. Nowadays, you can get a license on the Internet for 25 bucks or (laughs) something. But that doesn't mean you're equipped. And therefore, people who hear you, they're not getting the truth from the Bible. Yep. There are people who have memorized this book, the Bible, and can't live any of it and don't hardly know what it means, Yeah. right? Yeah. So the danger, I think the number one danger, there's multiples, the number one danger for, the, for any person or a congregation is to have someone in that pulpit that does not work for the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So falsehoods, false doctrines, Bible substitutions, like poems, reader digests. Not that you can't get some literary work in with your sermons, right. but that's the depth of where it goes. Therefore, people cast off restraint. So the proverb says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But if you look at that in the biblical language of Hebrew, it says, where there is no strong voice of leadership, people cast off restraint.
0: Because
1: hmm. obviously the first thing maybe, or among the first things a leader does, even in the pulpit or a pastorate, is we cast the vision. Hmm. We lead people into green pastures, Psalm 23, right? Hmm. Yep. So the true shepherd, Regardless of he's the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, because that's the fivefold ministry, and we all have the heart of Christ. We mm-hmm. all have a shepherd's heart to say. Right. He may not be gifted to pastor, but right. so the danger of that is the danger of sin. The reason we preach to reveal sin, not the sinner, mm-hmm. the sin. And the reason we preach hard and strong and straight and clear about getting out of sin is because it is so damaging to a human's life. Yep. And Jesus is the rescuer.
0: Yep.
1: Right? Yes, he is. So whether we're dealing with blatant sinners, I call them, they don't know anything about God, mm-hmm. we'll say. Mm-hmm. They just live bound and in darkness and in trouble and hurting themselves and destroying their money, their family, their mm-hmm. kids. Their, You can't help it if you're led by that sin and bound by it, mm. right? That's mm. what happens is destruction. Yep. Jesus said that Satan has come to steal, Killing. kill, and destroy, right? Yep. So you, I know you know this, Greg. But I'm just saying. Yep. And so we preach against sin because almost nothing is that lethal. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite verses is Matthew 1 21. Jesus said, or the angel says to Joseph, mm. You're going to have, Mary's going to have a son. You name him Jesus, which literally interprets Yahshua or God's salvation. Mm-hmm. You you name him Jesus, quote, for he has come to deliver his people from their sins. Yeah. Number one reason, yeah. not to condemn the world and just send everybody to hell. That's not it. Right. It's to deliver us. From that old sinful nature that's causing things, causing us to believe things, say things, and practice things in our life that's just ransacking our life. So if I said right now to you, hey, Greg, listen, man. Name one sin that isn't damaging, costly, financial costly, when you're caught, embarrassed, Mm -hmm. humiliated. And name a sin that doesn't destroy anything.
0: Mm.
1: So you can't, right? You're, I see you shaking your head. No, no you can't. You know <laughs> no. better. You're a you just know you've lived a while, yeah. and you're a Bible guy. Yeah. So, and then there's another part of this that hurts our life so bad. There are sins of omission and sins of commission. Yeah. Commission means you committed those. You did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you got drunk on purpose. You don't get drunk accidentally. Mm-hmm. You commit adultery on purpose. You don't just like, oh my God, I accidentally committed adultery. Yeah. Though so Those are sins we commit. Yep. And, and I don't know, the church probably has been really, really good at defining those sins. Mm-hmm. But what about the other set that hurts our life? And I hope people are hearing me right now. Amen. Because this is seldom dealt with. Mm-hmm. The sins of omission rest on several verses one of them Jesus said and the Bible you know teaches this throughout actually the the you know the theme of it he that knows to do good can't do good without God the mm-hmm. word God is in the word good yep he that knows to do good and does not do it so believing isn't quite the end of the story yeah. amen It is a sin unto him. What? And that's hard, in my opinion, from what I know, that's hardly ever taught. It's hardly ever preached on. Right? So if you go down the list, hey, is church attendance good or bad? Because the opposite of good is bad or evil. Is it good or bad? Well, you know, even a sinner says, oh, that's good. Those are goody-goody people. You know, there's nothing wrong (laughs) with that. Okay. So then if you don't do it, Heaven must somehow, in some degree, say, well, you got to fix that. That's a omission. You're mm-hmm. omitting assembling together. Yeah. You're omitting coming yeah. together to worship me. Yeah. You're omitting presenting the tithe. You're omitting, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, so that sin, in all my life, I've never heard anybody come to the altar and say, I, I just want to repent to the Lord for being a church skipper. And not reading my Bible and for not presenting my tithe. Yeah. Please forgive me, God. Yeah. But yet I believe with all my heart it's hurting their life. Yeah. A little leaven doesn't take a lot. Yeah. Leaven's a whole thing. Yeah. So the goal, right, Greg, we want to get people saved, born yeah. again, and out of sin, so they keep they can stop destroying their life.
0: Yeah.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: You know, Doc, it uh, went off in my spirit. So many times in jail and prison ministry, the Holy Ghost has brought up, you know, Jesus was tempted of mm-hmm. the devil for 40 days. Yeah. And the first thing he said was, repent. And then the second thing he said was, follow me. Yeah. And sometimes it seems like in this happy go lucky church atmosphere, places, they don't want to repent. They don't want to follow Jesus, which is really is part of being in the church and listening to your pastor so he can show you how to follow him, right? Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. so amazing yeah. how a lot of times we miss that part of it.
1: I, I agree 100%. And it's probably the biggest net Satan has is I'm uh, not my own. I've been purchased with a price. I belong to Jesus Christ, but I'm not going to live like it, and I'm not going to act like it, and I'm going to continue to be my own king, my own lord, and call my own shots. Come and go when I want them and live any way I want to. And so don't you dare, believer, preacher, tell me that what I'm doing is wrong because now you're judging me and you're the wrong person. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, Doc, we're running out of time Mm. for today and if you could go ahead and pray for our listeners, please.
1: in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray the prayer of deliverance. I'm a delivered man as a young man to get all this hurt, pain, all this darkness, all this misleading, all this uh, that we're spending our money on, all this that's destroying our lives. Through the power of Jesus Christ and the Word of God, the blood of the Lamb has been shed to deliver us, and I pray you receive that provision. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you, Dr. Barclay. And you can reach Doc at his website at marktbarclay.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.